Hey there, welcome back, and thanks for joining us at the Getting More Great Customers podcast. My name's David Taman, and I'm here with my team to help restaurant owners and managers like you learn a little more about what you can and should be doing to make sure the most amount of people know about your incredible restaurant. As always, our team starts off assuming you already have great food and a well-trained and customer-friendly staff. You know how to serve up a great experience. We trust you with all of that. But our goal is to help you to be aware of some simple things you can be doing to make sure people actually know about you. We don't want the people in your area to miss out on your great food, and we don't want you to miss out on getting more great customers. Last episode, we talked about why it's important to have a high quantity of reviews and how the number of reviews seen by customers researching a new restaurant will directly contribute to deciding where customers choose to put their money. Today, we're going to go a bit further and explain how the concept of review frequency directly goes hand-in-hand with review quantity and why the two should always go together. Some business owners take a look at the high number of their restaurant reviews currently listed and feel pretty good about it with a sense of mission accomplished so that they can now leave behind this focus and work on something else. Well, yes, you should feel good that you have a high number of reviews. That is very good and very important. It makes a difference. But no matter how many reviews you have, if they're all in the past, oh, people will notice. I can't count the number of times I've seen a restaurant manager get a burst of inspiration and hire someone, or take it upon themselves, to push for reviews in some way. They get new reviews for a while, sometimes even a whole year or two exploding the quantity of reviews. But then, suddenly, there's a drop-off. Think about how that looks to a searching customer. They see a restaurant that had many good reviews for a couple of months, and then suddenly, nothing. They see competitors with the same number of reviews as you, and the same star rating. Several of them have an indicator that their newest review came one or two days ago. But yours? It says three months ago. Or 11 months ago. Or a year ago. If there's another local competitor with more recent reviews than you, a customer may feel more confident in choosing that restaurant instead, even if the overall score is not quite as good. Someone reading reviews wants to know how things are now, not how they might have been six months ago or a year ago. It's not unreasonable for a review reader to ask, what happened to this restaurant? The absence of reviews is often seen the same as a mediocre score since no one appeared to have liked or disliked the experience enough to comment. A total lack of reviews within a recent time period can lead to the assumption that you're simply out of business. Search engines like Google certainly think it matters how recent reviews are, since they actively lower your search ranking and findability if you have fewer and older reviews than your competitors. Think about that. Most customers don't think about a restaurant's business and marketing aspects. They won't ask what happened to your review management program, they'll ask what happened with the quality of the food or service that caused people to stop reviewing your business. Was there a disaster? New management? Did they bomb the health and safety inspection? Did someone get food poisoning? Are they even there anymore? Did the menu change for the worse? What happened? Whatever assumptions are made from a lack of reviews, they are usually not good ones. Your customer will not want to take the risk. They will choose a restaurant that does have consistent and recent reviews. One final caution on this subject. A restaurant with only a single isolated burst of reviews could be flagged by review sites as suspicious behavior. Some online review sites regularly monitor their review submissions looking for unlikely patterns such as 
all the reviews coming in a short period of time and then suddenly end, substantially similar wording and reviews, and reviews that appear incentivized or paid for in some way. Discovery of such patterns can cause your restaurant to be flagged, even leading to past reviews being delisted or removed. You certainly don't want that to happen. Your homework is to think about all the printed material you produce for your restaurant, whether it's menus, signage, to-go bags, receipts, or anything else a customer is likely to see or get into their hands from you. Do any of these things request a review? If not, try to think of ways you could incorporate written review requests into material your customers will be in contact with at any point of interaction with you. Even if you have staff specifically requesting that they place a review, having a written reminder can make a huge difference. Next time, we'll be bringing all these things together with a third pillar of a successful Getting Chosen reputation management campaign, review quality, and helping you understand how there are indeed things you actually can do as a restaurant owner and manager to affect that metric without needing to adjust your already great food and service. As always, if you haven't already, let us give you a free analysis of your online reputation at www.moregreatcustomers.com slash free report. That's moregreatcustomers.com slash free report. It's a great guide to have alongside you as you listen to these episodes and as a way to quickly take note of important areas of reputation management that might have fallen into a blind spot on your radar. Looking forward to you joining us next episode. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.